Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic podcast starring your hosts, Justin, Damon, and Pops. Featuring today's guest, the legendary mustached Classy Pax. Clapping. Get hype. Yes. We did it. We got him. <laughs> Thank All you, right. Guys. Thank you, professionalism for the win. Yes. All right, guys. Yes. So, Classy Packs, if you don't know, and how dare you if you don't, he is one of the, the, the what, what would you say? What would you say? that The, uh, the, the golden. Twitch. One of the best RPers I've ever seen. The top tier of GTA RP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does amazing voices, and now he's. I'm sure he's blushing right now. Great character work. Great stream on Twitch. He's um, he's an amazing role player, all right? He's great. You guys can't fucking hear him? Really? (laughs) The alerts? (laughs) (laughs) He's just laughing at how much we fucking suck at this. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. You're I'm our first guest, man. I'm, I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. All right. That's what's important, man. That's what's important. All right. Well, yeah, we, sorry, you guys were doing this and now we're doing post production. We tried to do the intro five times here, but we finally got the audio to work. Yeah. People can hear him and they can hear us. He's our first guest. The so, internet's you know. amazing. Isn't We've it? never done, and you know, we did so many audio checks yesterday, and it worked great. That's what's so then, great is that we troubleshooted this shit I'm yesterday for guest. like an hour. You're our first You're official the first. guest, not yeah. a friend of the show. Yeah. yeah. Honored. Yeah, the first one. Oh, man. Main voyage. Oh, my goodness. And you screwed it up the first time, Classy, so, you know, balls and yarn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, the, the, second you're on the, the second you're on the show, everything just breaks. I mean, I don't just know. Coincidence? Canadian in here. <laughs> Canadian. That's right. Classy, you born and raised out there, huh? Yeah, I was born and raised in the great tundras of the great white north. Over in <laughs> Canada. From Canada. Calgary Built area? Shelters together as young. Uh, yeah, yeah the, um, actually more near Edmonton, mm-hmm. in between the two. Smaller town, kind of a retirement home. Oh. I always kind of see that area as the, the Midwest of Canada, which is like the Midwest. most Midwest. <laughs> It, it, it's like the Texas of Canada. There you go. That's that's, that's that's grandering it a little bit more than what it actually is. It's just oil populated and the least stereotypical, I think, of all the provinces. You don't you don't hear the accent as much here as you can, like when you go to East Canada. Then you get that real prominent. You know, oh, how's it going? Oh yeah, for sure. You like, Nova Scotia. Yeah, exactly. Crazy over there. It's like it's pretty thick over there. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Toronto and I was waiting to hear some of that stuff, but it was all French coming out of there. Oh yeah! Oh, that's French everywhere. What's with the do do? I hate the term normal what Canadians. But <laughs> how do they view the French Canadians? Uh, that's political. Of oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Not always the best. I mean, it's 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 weird the French Canadian thing. I think it's not as, it's not as prominent as it was back in the nineties, mm-hmm. where it was just like separate already, you sons of bitches. And then the French are like nobody liked the French Canadians back then. Nowadays, not so much. It's not as bad. And it was just more like just like you just it's just that one cousin you know it's like ah, whatever jerry just quiet like just that guy in the corner he's, fa- he's family you, you know he's like he's there but eh. french canada no. french there's no canada like french canada yeah man well well being out there 
now I get to feel like James Lipton. So being out there, when did video games come into play? <laughs> mm, let me think. Where was your start? In, what was life like growing up in Canada? <laughs> Classy packs. A Back Super Nintendo by your side. <laughs> was it? What was the first okay. system you ever had? Uh, Pong. Pong? Pong? Oh <laughs> The cell what? phone app? Pong. Yeah, Pong, Atari. Yeah. Oh, oh snap. So shit, you, you, man. You know, you, you could call it Atari, but literally what it was, it was a Pong machine. I mean, it was just Pong. It was. Yeah. Just Pong. Yep. Just Pong. One oh, button. That's super retro. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And it was a twist uh, knob, right? It was just like a knob. Yeah, just, just a knob. That's it. Nothing else. Oh, snap. Back in the day, we were easily entertained by turning knobs up and down, back and forth. I know. That's, it was that's... that, or you go outside and just grab a stick and poked it into mud. I mean, like, the options were <laughs> limited. <laughs> I took the mud and threw it at friends, but uh, yeah. that was the next level. Holy shnike. <laughs> Typical <laughs> pops. Typical that's... pops. <laughs> it's a whole new level of mud mud technology right there. I was really going Lift for the immersion. Throw. Had wood finish on that thing. We were just talking about this actually. They're they're doing the same thing Nintendo's doing with the Super Nintendo. They're bringing it back, oh, trying really? to re-release it. The Atari. But it's just extra tiny. Got wood, got wood on it. Got wood, got all wood. Huh. Low lit wood lighting. I mean, that's all we know. <laughs> and then a glowing Atari logo. That's that's literally the the entire marketing scheme right now. Wood, dark, <laughs> different. Now. Atari. Now with wood. <laughs> more wood I'm, than I'm ever. S I'm sold. I'm getting it, guys. It's got more wood. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so you got VR support. <laughs> so you started with the Atari. Ours was Sega Genesis. That was our first. You guys started late. Yeah. Yeah, I started with Nintendo. Started. Yeah, we started. But, I remember that was the first one we had. We always used the neighbor's stuff. Well, we had cousins who would, you know, have the NES, right? And yeah. we'd go over there and play Contra. Mm. Oh, and then Contra eventually, the shit. I graduated up to be a big boy. I was allowed to have my own video game system, and Sega Genesis was my friend for a long time. That twangy, that sound card on it, nice and twangy guitar sounds on the Genesis. Yeah, I think like one of my cousins like let me borrow their Nintendo, and I just never gave it back. I was just oh, that cousin that just took it. Oh, you're that cousin. <laughs> I was that cousin, uh. and so I started with Nintendo. But I think later on, like somebody got me a uh, Sega Genesis, and I was hooked on that for like the longest time. So classy after the Atari, would you say mm. it was a? A ongoing love relationship with video games. Well, after not beating the Punk Championships, I swore <laughs> to give away gaming forever. <laughs> a years went by, pondering and thinking, and someone approached me with a Nintendo 64 and Mario, and I was hooked again into the gaming of console. You <laughs> uh, stayed with the times, kept moving forward, always yeah, progressing. Yeah. Did you have siblings? Yeah, yeah I got two younger brothers. Ah, oh, big oh, brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, you gotta yeah. show those little runs oh, what's up. Shit. And from what I hear, big brother. Is it true, Classy, that you're a very tall man? Not the tallest. Actually. What? My, my youngest Damn. brother is 6'5". Oh, the little That's big brother. That's a big brother. boy. Yeah, but he's nothing but a pencil. He's He is 100 pounds soaking wet with a sweater on. I mean, he's nothing. He's just sticks in the wind. Oh, yeah. shit, I've been there. So every time you see him, you gotta show him what's what. Crack him up your knee. Yeah, well, get him I, in a nice little noogie. You know, he's six five. Jump up and grab him. <laughs> get him in the headlock. The slender yeah, man. Kind of funny I'm, too, I'm still because, big, bro. Because him and I look a lot alike, actually. I'm a little, I'm a little heavier, second compared to the he is. But then my middle brother, 
looks nothing like us. He's got brown hair, curly, short. It, it's like the milkman's kid. We, we I swear we don't know where he came from genetically because it doesn't make any sense. I'm sure there's no, you know, middle brother syndrome with that. Not at all. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> he just he sticks out like a sore thumb when he compares when he compares to the other two of us. Any of your uh, other siblings t dabble with the streaming and the gaming at all? Yeah, actually. Oh, uh, well, not streaming that, really. so much, but my youngest brother, uh, you, you know how we're doing this Four Winds thing and the Hobo Harry thing back in the day? He mm -hmm. played the antagonist. My bro my youngest brother, Jeffrey, he oh, played Sloppy snap. Joe. He, he, you know how we were in the in the clothing store and we were kind of messing around? I did that Bill Cosby thing? Yeah. Mm. That was the exact ped and everything that my brother used for Sloppy Joe. And I was doing a Sloppy Joe impression because Sloppy Joe was basically Bill Cosby. But he was like, you know, <laughs> let's go get my pills. Let's get some pills. <laughs> that was literally Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe. Oh, shit. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Some cutting edge hobo talking back then. <laughs> Sloppy Joe. <laughs> Yeah, the the hope the hobo story that Clash has concocted, and we let no, it no, let no. us graciously we, 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 he let we, us graciously we. throw in Jerry no, Curl no, into no. the mix. <laughs> I, I gave a little teeny chunk of a backstory, and like he started everything else completely changed. A little tinder of a flame, he started it, right. and now it's blown up into this huge dude. It's so fucking fun doing this hobo stuff. Um, yeah, I'm gonna send you a picture in the Twitter feed. I mean, cool. You saw that compass one, right? You can show. You can show audience. Oh that. yeah. So oh yeah. Let me show you a, a a pencil drawing that was sent to me of my character. Yeah. So the hobo stuff we got going, folks. And it, for those wondering, we are, I guess, it, it it's being set up, right? But it's totally not scripted. I still see people saying that sometimes. It's you still really improv. Think, way, Is it a running like, joke? That's a running joke. I mean, there was a day in my chat where I just blew up on 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 the chat about the scripted thing, and because I was just yelling it randomly along with other words, apples, and just people, <laughs> and just it's, it's a running thing now. You'll see it just pop up, oh, okay. all cap scripted. I was gonna say because people don't actually think all of it is scripted, right? No, no. That would be pretty tough to pull off. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. It's like when people yell at, like, how is that bad? Scrap dead. If, if, if anything, that's fucking, that's harder. Yeah. That's harder than actually <laughs> doing just, like, off the, off the, off the cuff. Exactly. It'd be like, oh, effort, planning, dialogue, writing, uh, and proceed. How going dare out and you? Doing it like a performance. <laughs> How dare you care about entertaining us? Pre-production? What's wrong yeah. with you? That's like you're watching Game of Thrones live. Still? <laughs> scripted, scripted is the definition of an iceberg. You only see the tip, but below the water is this massive gargantuan amount of work that was put in, and you only see the tip. That's what happens on the stage. Everything behind the scenes takes like 10 times as long as what the actual production happens. So when you people yell like scripted and stuff, it's just like, <laughs> really? Like you just, oh, thank yeah. you. It's, it's, it's a compliment, technically. Mm. It's like, it's so good that you think it was planned. Mm -hmm. that, that's, if anything, that's a compliment. Yeah, anything in improv where someone says, did you guys write that in advance? That's gotta be the best compliment in the world. It's like, dude, we just got together and we had four different minds just thinking alike at once. Yeah, that's how yeah. good it was. Holy shit. Exactly. Well, now I need to ask, because we don't have too many, but is scripted kind of the only, is this like a year stream, like running joke thing? Is there any other running jokes within your stream you uh, should know about? Apples, the the, the good meta thing. Um, because like, because of this GTRP, the 
the community base for viewers has grown exponentially. People that usually never watched role play before GTA are now part of this big ensemble and watch it. And um, the etiquette has been a bit of a that's been the rockiest part. Just kind of figuring out what's what's good and what's bad and what technical and, and what cer certain technical terms are. So like the meta one, uh, that was a big one. People would just randomly yell it without even knowing what the hell meta meant. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they would just yell it because they just like, how do you know that meta? Like, like really, dude, really? I mean, we started, we broke it down between bad meta and good meta. And I explained to chat like bad meta is just using information outside of your, get your character's knowledge to gain an advantage. Mm -hmm. that, okay. That's bad meta. Good meta is like, for example, you stumble across uh, a blood stain on the ground, but you can't see it. But but it did happen there. It, you know, it's something that the, the game does not allow you. So you were fed information from the person you were playing with. So, for example, with Richard Oaks, I murdered a, a lady in this trail yard, in this rain. Um, sorry, this um, this tunnel for a bridge or for a train train tunnel. Mm -hmm. And uh, you obviously they couldn't see anything on the screen because the body you know despawned or whatever but i fed that information to coolidge so that if he ever got there he could see it and the shack could see it right that's, that's good meta because that keeps the story moving forward regardless of who comes out on top that's that's good meta that that's that that keeps the story moving forward the big picture and that's been a running joke too because like good meta bad meta and people are just like is, is it different? Like, yeah, it's just. It, I think the word meta is probably the wrong thing. There's probably a better yeah, yeah. word to use for good meta. There's probably just, I don't know. How would you? How would you? I don't know what we'd call it. Story, intel. <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. know what to call it. Oh, weird. Meta. So you'd say bad meta is using information to win. pretty much win in role play. Oh, I, any any of yeah, just using outside information from either your chat or you watch someone else's stream, and your character does not know that, but you utilize it to. <clears throat> to come out on top or move forward that's that's considered yeah. just yeah and i think meta. a lot of viewers at home still don't understand that uh good role play is not about winning i think you you told us that it, yeah, it's all about zero. like you know for the sake of the story continuing the, the story the experiences the interactions and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. it is yeah, fun it, to have these really. back and forths though where there's not really winning like we had a really funny interaction where we we ran into tim mac and we just did this this whole interaction where we kind of guided him through this hobo thing and he's just like what are you even talking about dude you're crazy you're like and that's just how it goes now if you'll excuse me and then i just got on his bike and started to go away <laughs> and so we have this so running that's how you got the bike that that's how that went down yeah so and now every he time he sees you every, yeah every time he sees me he's like i didn't talk to you and go mm, gotta go and then i like <laughs> go through some neighborhood so he can't get me on his nice car so that's the bike story. You like you basically just laid down like this monologue with him, and then just and that's that. And then took his bike, yeah, off the sunset. <laughs> like, Whoop, two rounds. But instead of it, perfect. but instead of it even being like the same, it's like I want to win this thing. I'm getting that bike. I just wanted to be that that drunk hobo who talked to you and then just got on your bike and went. What are you talking about? It's my bike. It's like he's so drunk he didn't even realize. It's part of the fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's part of the fun. And, some people have a little harder time realizing that like you don't have to win to make it amazing mm -hmm. like i mean it, that's the beauty about this stuff i mean it's it's breaking apart that game mind that a lot of people have that you try to you know go from a to b to c and 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 accomplish things yeah so none of that that exists here none of that i mean for the longest time in the early days of this gtrp because so many role play games prior were based off survival games we have you know arc Daisy, 
Uh, Rust. What Rust. was what was the first one that you hopped into and were like, oh, this Probably is a the thing. Worst. <laughs> Probably the worst, but Second Life. Life is futile. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But Whoa, it is, wow. what is That's this? I've never heard it's of that. A, it is a cancerous freaking experience. I can't. There's so much. I don't even want to get into it. There's so much bad. There's a lot of good things happen there, but so much bad happened in that game as well. It was weird how that game worked. It was it it, it made enemies of people. It was so strange. Uh, it was also early days um, for certain communities to role play in and stuff like that. But it was very immersive. It was a medieval game, a survival game. But it was one of the most hardcore survival games. Like to live in that game was hard, like really hard. I've never seen put, this game before. This is crazy. You'd have to put days into it, days oh, wow. of just work to make crops, to make a <laughs> wall. It was stupid <laughs> how much you had to do in that game to make a basic place. And it, is it kind of like, um, uh, what's it called, Daisy in a way? Because it's like you're putting in time. Is it like a permadeath kind of thing? It, it's it's as hardcore as Daisy, but it's more around making settlements in medieval communities. But uh -huh. it's the same. It's the same level as Daisy. That that really dark depth immersion that Daisy has. That Daisy has that when you go into it, it's like it's it's depression simulator. Like welcome to life that is absolutely shitty. Enjoy. Like that, that's Daisy. <laughs> life is futile was the medieval yep, version yep. of that. You're muddy, you're poor and you got worms. Go have fun. You know, grab rocks and make a make try to try to make a house. Like that's literally what life is futile was. And um the mentality of, of those old games was survival. And it, survival has like almost nothing to do with role play. Like almost nothing. Unless, of course, it's the premises of the, of the area. So when GTA was becoming a role-play game, people were coding in food. Mm -hmm. Like, you had to eat. Like, what does a health, or a, sorry, a food bar and a water bar have to do with role-play at all? Yeah. Like, ask yourself. Really, really nothing. Zero. Because with role-play, like GTA role-play is a great example. There is um, time warp uh, of where if you're in a great role-play interaction, you're living in real time, now time. It's standard time. But if you're out in the world grinding, for example, you're just doing postal runs. You make like four grand in 20 minutes. You don't do that in real life. Yeah. But it, it speeds it up. When you're in jail for 20 minutes, that's 20 weeks or 20 months, whatever, you speed time up in those systems. So why in the hell would you add a food system that's on this hyper speed system of where every hour you need to eat? <laughs> yeah. And so uh, yeah. let's say, let's say you're, you're grinding for a little bit in the world in that hyper time type, that, that hyper time area of where you're going around, grabbing money, whatever, you eat to kind of keep, that, that all makes sense, that feels that feels organic. But then when you mm -hmm. get into a role play scene of where I, I take a guy on a nature excursion for two hours, mm -hmm. and it's real time. Why am I having to eat all the time during this excursion? Like, <laughs> oh, hold on guys, got a woodpeck up now, now let me have this hamburger real quick. No, 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 no. Let's all take Anyways. out our trail mix. Need a, need exactly. a burger real quick. You can just role play eating. Like, yeah. well, what about you? Like, you want That's realistic. I'm like, well, then just role play. You don't literally have to eat in the game to role play eating. I mean, if you're in a bank heist and all of a sudden you're like sitting with the cops and you're having this great, you're having this great showdown with the cops back and forth pinging and all of a sudden all right just hold on a second i gotta eat a hot dog now it, it breaks the whole fucking moment you right? pass it's out starving yeah. Yeah. yeah i was in the middle of a heist oh yeah i think exactly there's, there's... it's just one more one more layer that it's just like pointless layering so it's good to see that that's kind of going away because gta is if, if i mean you guys know it's 
it's so it was meant to do this stuff mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I, i'm curious someone just dropped something in the chat so what are your thoughts on relationship rp in game oh, that's, a, that's a really good question i'm okay. curious what your philosophy is on that man um, woman or man ERP, and man no I don't like ERP, uh, erotic roleplay. That's a flat out no for me. Is that that's, even allowed? That's kind of cringy. It's it's allowed. If it's not comedic. I did it. I did it once <laughs> when Black Street and I played fireworks. The truth comes out. What happened? How'd it go? No, no, no. It was on stream. It was it was in Life Is Futile, and it was we were gonna because we oh this snowballed. <laughs> oh, you snowballed the guy. This is like an ex-girlfriend no, 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 story. No, 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 oh, disgusting! <laughs> and it has to be like medieval too, right? Okay, hold on, hold on. So remove I was bridges. Part of <laughs> I was part of this villainous group called the Seven Hells, and I was playing this over-the-top Scottish person, Patty Philbert, but it can meet you. And I was, I went around collecting taxes around the kingdom, while Jam Jar. Crom, Mr. Moon, they're all part of the Seven Hells as well. And Mr. Moon had this great idea. Let's open up a fucking brothel. Okay. Mm. All right. You can already see the red flags popping up. But Mr. Moon thought that nobody was ever going to do it. Women lined up to do it. I oh, shit man. you not. And wow. it was like, okay, we're going to hit some weird walls. And we, were, <laughs> <laughs> we built the building. We had the roof slide out. We started going around the world and like, you know, like, oh, what a lovely sister. I have this wonderful brothel she can work in. <laughs> oh, my God. So Oof. I, for in the role play, I brought one of the girls back. And I'm like, nice tits. You know what? Tell you what. We have to go test out one of these new beds. Come with me. Come. You know, so basically it was me <laughs> like to ha take her and test a bed before she got the job. Oh, so went black screen fireworks and stuff. But um, yeah, it, and so, when we go black screen, we hear noises or just music or nothing. You hear nothing but fireworks. <laughs> you hear classic grunting. Oh, right. oh, that's oh. that's that. There you go, right there. You do not have to have oh the the sounds do not need to be there. Literally, if you're going, I there, think which, they're why, why necessary. Oh, like oh. why do they go there? Like you don't even have to go to erotic. You can have relationship RP. Without ever having to whip your digital dick out, like I mean, <laughs> <laughs> your digital dick. I always, what I came up with was Forward like slash me rips up, exactly. <laughs> peels out dick, flops. slash me flops out putt across the screen. Oh my god, I like the idea yeah. that we came up with Jerry Game Curl was fishing. was the beans were intercourse because I was like, how do we do this? Because he's supposed to be a ladies man. What if he yeah. gets someone there? What am I gonna do? Am I gonna have to black screen? go oh oh yeah and i was like no, let's just make the beans if the girl eats the beans that's it that's very that's symbolic, oh, very oh, symbolic. That's good. now i'm spent girl i can't that's i can't watch you eat anymore you got a cigarette grill <laughs> eating all them beans that's the right way to do it yeah. if you want to even go that route if you want to be that seductive guy lead up to something that's not actually going into the bed sheets i mean like <laughs> the way that, that that's brilliant but what if a, you want to do Relationship role play? I got no problem with it. I got. I mean, I mean, if anything, it, it sets up so much drama down the road because eventually, either they don't, that character and that other character don't work out. Or there's like a, a fight, or someone, a third party comes in and destroys it. There's, there's, there's good there. <laughs> there's something to if destroy. Somebody toy gets, with. If somebody gets yeah. cucked a little bit by a Jerry curl, then yeah. there's some exactly. real drama like, so there. Let, yeah. So let's say a certain, I don't know. Officer Andrews, pestered <laughs> by a hobo, and his girlfriend Tora Hall is all of a sudden kind of like, who is this seductive hobo? And you know, there's there's some good, there's some good story there. I mean, mm -hmm. like it doesn't yeah, have to go yeah. erotic, but it's 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 fun. It's fun. It's it's great to see 
that little that verbial mind game that you can play with each other over characters. It, it's cool. It's cool. It gives awesome. so much depth to a characters too, because I mean, like, think about if your son or daughter died from a character in the game, you'd be yeah. like, "Fuck, I have a mortal nemesis now." Yeah, it, it right. adds so much depth to stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. That, that's where relationships, I think, is the pinnacle of relationships, and where you establish it, you grow it, and then it's settled, and then someone comes in or some other type of situation comes up, and it tries to destroy it. But that's just standard relationship structure like pretty much every love movie has that exact type of arc of where like yeah love shit oh no broke up back together again the end i mean like it's yeah, yeah. that's the staple and speaking of movies classy packs i noticed your streams are rather cinematic do you care to uh elaborate on your influences I'm, I'm curious i'm curious do you have like favorite movies how'd you get an eye for the the, the the rule of thirds and all this self-taught self-taught that's cool i started i started with photography for paintball and oh, then i made it it every hobby i've done artistically has come out in profit every time i, I did photography and i started getting gigs for paintball tournaments and stuff and then <laughs> a good friend of mine getting shot in the face Oh, it's surpri surprisingly no there's a really good demand because not many people do it because no one wants to get shot in paintball but Dude. i played a lot of paintball so it was fine for me you can I mean, make I that look so epic yeah in slow motion that's a really cool idea stuff oh yeah absolutely you know high shutters you can get the, the, the ball look like they're, the, the, like they're still in the air it's so cool um you ever get shot yeah. while you're out there Oh, all the time. If you want the good if, shot, you're going to get shot. If it were me, I guy. would go after the guy taking the pictures. Who's <laughs> that guy in the middle of the he camera? He can't shoot me. I'm sitting there with an $1,800 lens, and if you're that shoot shoot the camera. Like, I'm going to get the camera. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Shoot the camera. <laughs> I had to use, like, two UV lens, um, two UV filters on the top of the lens to protect the primary lens because... Sometimes every now and then a paintball would hit the lens and then like, oh, it's just a pain in the ass to clean and everything. Oh, I bet. Luckily, it never breaks it. It's not enough, not enough to break it. But that's how I started off with that stuff. And then my good friend, Sean, another paintball guy, went into school um, for for film. He actually works in the film industry now. He works on he works on Heartland. Uh, what else? Mm. Oh, what's that bark, that biker show? It's on TV. I wish you the name of it. The Sons, Sons, of, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. Thank you. Yeah. He worked on that one as well. Oh, dang. He worked on a few movies. Fargo. He worked on Fargo. Ooh, um, nice. And during and during school, um, with their projects, I would come on and help with gaffing and grip work. Eventually, I became a camera B operator for a lot of their projects. Oh, oh self-taught nice. myself. I never. I want. I kind of always dabbled in film, but I didn't know if I wanted to do it. And I learned that I didn't want to do it, but it was fun to do. It's like a side project thing, and I learned a lot about obviously uh, continuity, rule of thirds, and just story structure and what's good and what's bad. Obviously, when you hang out with people in the industry for a long time, like I met a lot of cool people. Um, oh, what's his name? He was an. Ex you ever seen the movie Passchendaele? I don't know, probably maybe not. No. It was a, mm. a World War One movie, and one of the guys who was an extra in it who runs um, Steadicams. He's a Steadicam camera operator. But he was the extra in the movie. I learned so much from him because he was on a lot of big production movies, mm. and it was kind of cool to have like that insight into it all without actually ever committing financially and years of schooling, and you know, w w quote unquote experience jobs where you get paid like nothing. <laughs> I, I got to skip all that luckily, mm. and just did it for the passion, and that's that's where that comes from, I guess. And then the rest of it is literally just 
um, looking at the server, finding out what is missing, mm-hmm. bringing that to the table and trying to make a story out of it. And the secret to make it interesting is not to think about yourself, but think about the big picture and what and who works with your character as well. That's very important. Dynamic of the of the characters. Right. So some high class prostitute would probably never ro- talk with a with a hobo. All right, let's let's we can have our interaction, but we're not going to drag them into our world. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what the people are really great about even if their character of course would never do this and you're kind of like, as a hobo, you really want to pull them into this thing and monologue for them and take them on a little journey. <laughs> yeah. They're really good at like, you know what? My character would never do this. He'd be like, ew, no, dude, you're gross. And you smell, I'm not hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. But like, they let you, there's that that kind of fluff to let you push. No, no, come on, you gotta come. No, dude, I'm not going. No, come. Okay, jeez. It's like, at yeah, least you yeah. get to keep it a little real, but also play along. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you don't want to just be like, no, I'm not playing with you. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. There is there is a good tip. I mean, I mean, when it comes to yeah, just interactions and meeting people and server, absolutely. You want to definitely put the spotlight on them. They say their, they say their thing, put the spotlight on you. You say your things back and just the, the typical back and forth. But when it comes to like, if, if you're going for... Um, a bigger picture, a bigger story, some type of thing that your character's going to go through. You find those people in the world that really accent your character. Mm-hmm. Um, a good example I did, I did this like um, closet gay, said he was tough guy named Lenny Wright. Mm. Um, had a thick lisp and stuff like that. And um, he ended up meeting this, um, this lady named Big Mama. And uh, she kind of just took him under her wing and adopted her. And then I end up meeting this guy named Reginald Bigsby, and he makes me feel more comfortable about my about potentially like him might being gay, but I am definitely um, closet gay, and then <laughs> that becomes more comfortable. And then eventually he's dating this, he's dating Granny, and it just kind of it just it, it, it snowballed naturally, mm. and it felt good because everybody they interacted with in that in that group felt right. It wasn't planned. It wasn't pre. It just naturally happened met these people in the game and just it snowballed like what, what's the colgate thing i meant uh, like, like i first tuned it like pops over here he told me about gtrp <laughs> and i was like watching some people i was like i don't get it it's like second life like, i don't understand it <laughs> and then and then he put me on to you he's like check out classy packs and it'll make sense and the first time i caught you was you were like some super Canadian guy and you were with bike man and you went up in the mountains that's the first one I saw and then the next time I kind of saw you was like the end of this Lenny guy but I see everyone always say Colgate what's Colgate um Colgate stems from big mama's character actually in the first place but I ended up embracing it as like this to represent that I'm tough Mm mm-hmm and I'm ready for I'm ready I'm ready to accept like um, the punishments of, of um, doing crime and Colgate was basically in prison for lubrication. They use Colgate to kind of <laughs> lube it up before they go home. A minty fresh type of um, backdoor adventure. That's, that's what Colgate is. Kissably fresh. Oh, so wow. I was like, I was getting arrested by Sheriff Eli, and I was just sitting there like acting tough. Like, I'm, I'm fucking ready for this. You can't do nothing. Fucking Colgate. <laughs> Eli's like, what did you just say? Colgate. Something my mama told me. <laughs> it just it just snowballed from there because wow. I went to prison and just yeah, so that's that's the Colgate thing. It was all about basically um, you know, improvised lube. 
<laughs> Never yeah, look at like, Colgate the same way again. Like that would burn. Oh, yeah. that's what you want. Burn it. <laughs> hey, but at least you'd be fresh, though. <laughs> Yikes. Side effects may cause burn rush. Mm. Uh, so what else I got here? Uh, let's see here. You guys got anything here? Which one my notes here? I got a good question, Classy. You got Classy here. Ask me anything. Who you got for the fight tonight? Ooh. The fight? Yeah. May. May. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Just, you, you have to. It just makes sense. I mean, I think Mayweather's going to take it, but I'm, I'm like everybody else. I'm rooting for Conor McGregor just because he's such a likable guy. Yeah. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the underdog in the other yeah, karate yeah, yeah. part of you is like, yeah, do it, man. Like, yeah, like, could you imagine? The rational brain is like Mayweather. <laughs> like, yeah, just... yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine the hype, though, if McGregor knocked out Mayweather? Like, everyone would just lose their shit. It's going to be crazy. And their wallets. I mean, the yeah. amount of money that is, like, like, what is it, 25 to 1 or something? Yes, like, like, yeah, you're yeah. You're making no money on this if you're right? getting Mayweather. But if mm. you both, if you bet the other guy, like, you're going to come home a millionaire. Like, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> What's crazy is how much money they're both making. I think even if they yeah. lose, even if they lose, how much is uh, Mayweather gets a hundred million just to walk into the building? Jeez, how much is McGregor getting? I don't know, probably not as much, but probably 50 million. Okay, I think we said this before, but I would jump in the ring and let a motherfucker knock me the fuck out for 50 million dollars. Are you kidding? Yeah, I'd walk in, yeah. just lay down. <laughs> just go to sleep as soon as the bell there's rings. There's a good line of people who would love to just be in the ring with Mayweather right now. And so, oh, yeah. Kudos Get on me in there. I'll fucking show him. I feel, yeah, there's like a lot of people that <laughs> they just think that they could just get that one lucky punch. That's why he walks around with like six foot seven bodyguards and stuff. Hell you know, yeah. People just go, hey, there he is. I'm going to try to knock his ass out right now. <laughs> How much I get to knock him out right now? <laughs> um. Jeez. Are yeah, you going to be watching a fight, or are you just going to be catching the highlight? Probably going to catch the highlight. I, don't, I, I never watch fights live. Never. I know. I we were saying, I was like, I, I want to see the fight, but God, these these first fights before the... Yeah, the, I think the, the vast end. majority of people watching this fight have not seen a fight card from beginning to end ever. The beginning fights, you know, they throw in these miscellaneous fighters. Yeah, you're gonna just be the sitting no there. bodies that are sparring and stuff like that. I was like, God, I never watched boxing, so it's gonna be like, oh, this bobbing and weaving until the big freak show. Yeah. Everyone wants the freak show. Um, yeah, it's just filler. Let's see here. So, when it came to streaming, you know, we came from the world of YouTube making goofy videos and such. And we stumbled yes. into we stumbled into Twitch doing party games. That's why there's so many of us. That's why it's a three man stream. Mm-hmm. A giant look on you guys. I remember I remember you were part of my earlier days on YouTube. Big fans of your work. Oh, oh wow. It was, just, it was so you. a lot of us, like it, like uh, I remember there's a there's a clip of it somewhere. Pentahearth was like um oh sorry, Milton. Milton Pike. You know Milton Pike, he mm-hmm. plays mm-hmm. Yeah. He was just perplexed. He had no idea who you were. And Pentahearth was like, yeah, but he, it blew his mind that, because Pentahearth in his youth, like he grew up watching your videos on YouTube, the Sticky Buddies all back in the <laughs> day. So and he's just like, it was just so surreal. Tora Hall, Tora, the girl that you're trying to break away from, Andrew, <laughs> she got into she got into Twitch because of you guys. Yeah, oh, no, wow. that's how she got into Twitch. I watched oh, yeah, her stream yeah, say that. Yeah. Fly. yeah, absolutely. She was the oh, reason wow. she got into streaming. I had no idea. Guys. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Absolutely. Holy shit! It's... So. She is just like when she gets on screen, she's just like, yeah, but behind the scenes, she's pretty good at putting on her character that very sexy ASMR Australian voice. That I'm voice, stuff. but behind the scenes, yeah. she's just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, 
god holy shit that's crazy that's awesome. oh my god yeah dude the the whole youtube thing it was such a it was such a freak accident making goofy videos when i was about mm -hmm. 16 17 and it blew up and then uh eventually we were just like hey there's this twitch thing i remember Pops was like, yeah, it's pretty, again, it's always Pops' it's idea. It's always Pops you should, with the great idea. And me and Justin go, no, nah, that's stupid. Let's not do <laughs> that. That sounds stupid. <laughs> and we jumped on and we we're like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. It's like, there's, we, a, there's another cool guy right there in chat, actually. Right oh, there, shit. Named Tim Mac. Oh, who I just see Tim celebrated Mac. his three year anniversary of partnered in Twitch. Yeah, Tim Mac. Shout yeah, out to Tim what's Mac. What's going on, Tim Mac? I see what's you going in here. you in here, buddy. Um, but yeah, man, doing switching over here. We were doing a lot of party games, and we switched over to the GTRP, and then we're just having fun with this, man. It's My so recommendation, by the way, another pops's idea. Yep, yep, yep. But um, so you're thinking full time pretty soon. I know this is this is something you've been working up towards. I am mustering the courage to go talk to my boss now that's that that's where i'm at right now and letting him know that this is my last year at the i've, I've been there for almost 15 years oh man my entire, wow. my entire adulthood has been at this company mm -hmm. between dating marriage kids everything financially wow. has been supported by this company i've been there since my first years in a minus 40 degree weather in a tin shack putting together metal cabinets to a couple years later working in the shipping office to a couple years later working in the main office and being a purchaser and being part of like the top six people in the company mm. i i've been there for a long time yeah. and it's it's never it was never a passion job obviously i've been i've been more of a kinesthetic creative guy that's where my brain's always been and to finally have this opportunity i mean given to me by twitch and everyone out there the, the everyone in the chat and the audience to give me five bucks nine or ten bucks or 25 bucks a month and donating bits it's just oh, it was yeah. mind-boggling absolutely mind-boggling and the amount of support that you get to do this it's just it's a no-brainer but at the same time because i am a father of two house mortgage two cars kids right I, I, you got you gotta be smart you, you don't you don't yeah. throw away everything for your own ambitions and dreams you, that's just not what you do when you become a parent life changes mm -hmm. it's no longer about you it's about your family mm -hmm. that becomes priority so with my wife still being on maternity leave well not, not sorry not even maternity leave the second kid we had the second kid too early she didn't have enough time to get back on maternity not enough hours to get maternity leave so right now it's a one income house i am the only income mm. oh, and wow. yeah so that's where the two job thing kind of started it actually kind of <laughs> kind of grew but so the minute she goes back to work she's a civil engineer smart girl man she's stupid smart um and when she goes back to work doing engineering, that's where I'm going to go full-time, like balls to the wall, um, show that I really care. Like, because I just don't have enough time to show what I can do. Like, well, right now, what you see is just like, that's like, that's what I can do in the free time I have. Give me a full day. Damn. <laughs> It'll change. It'll change. I'm curious, when, you, when you're saying full-time, uh like paint us a little picture what is that is that rp are you do you have a, a set group of different games you'd have a cycle through would you like be checking out brand new games would it be all rp like what kind of schedule are you thinking about when you're when you're daydreaming about where's this gonna go full time wouldn't mean live all the time mm -hmm. it would mean more time dedicated to keeping the quality higher pre-production um, pre-production mm -hmm. yeah pre-production 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 there are so many things i've wanted to do in so many stories, but I've never had the time to create the assets for it. I just I didn't have enough downtime to make the videos for it, compile things, grab footage off the side, 
to have instead three hours a night in the mm -hmm. evening, three to four hours, uh, which I would just dedicate to streaming. And then some off days, I would record some stuff with other people. It would give me a chance of where I have an eight hour day of where I can spend complete days doing nothing but pre-production. Scripted. Um, <laughs> writing out the script. Yeah. Not even, you know, just capturing footage and making cool overlays and oh, yeah. ensemble. Yeah, you yeah. guys know That's so guys. cool, yeah, yeah. man. That's what, when I saw your stream and you doing the music and the stuff and then and then Richard Oaks and then then it was like, that hit another Eureka oh, yeah. moment. Was I like, remember there's so much Richard you could Oaks do. Was a complete fucking what the hell out of left field. Complete left field. I did not expect that to happen. That's what gave us the idea for all the pre-production stuff. I remember uh, watching one of your streams with Justin and watching like you hit the music cues and stuff. It like blew Justin's mind. He's just like, holy I was, yeah. shit. Then dude, I was like, I can't dude, believe we, you could do you flashbacks and stuff. Yeah. Like you guys are in the business of audio. You understand that audio is actually more important than video. It is. Yes, yes. And especially with Twitch, so. more people listen to Twitch than they watch Twitch. A lot of people will tune in and not even watch what you're doing. They'll be studying. Or doing something else, but the hobby in the background is audio. Yep. Audio is so stinking important. And if you can make your you know they don't even have to like look at your screen. If you can just make it so immersive on every level, what you're saying, the dialogue, how you deliver it, the music in the background, what's going on. If you can give all those layers, mm -hmm. it's like radio it's like a radio a radio show or um like a radio story show you ever, ever tune in like you know the war of the world stories or whatever on radio tv it's 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 the exact same thing you can get them so immersed without even having to look at your screen mm. it's yep. yeah. so important yeah so important i saw you like walk around and do an inner monologue it's like oh shit you can rp by yourself like you can just keep this thing going and it's interesting you saying you want to go full-time and do the pre-production because that's something like i'm trying to juggle all of our youtube stuff and then this the gtrp has been too fun so i've been like totally sucked in like planning stuff and like oh, making the hobo map right? and all this and it's like it's I'm, so fun i'm so dude. glad you guys have like done that with all that i mean i'm just I, it, it was just a bit of a jaw drop for me to realize i mean you're the first time i've ever had um ever had the opportunity of working with in role play that really showed they cared not just by saying so but by showing so it's, it was it was it was it was mind numbing for me to actually work with you guys. It's, it's been such a treat because oh, I mean because oh, I'll go into Discord and you you send me like six audio files. Play these when you're in a certain <laughs> moment. Just like no one's ever done that in the history of me role playing. No one's ever done that. Because I think that is the next next level where it's like oh, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you have maybe one more. or two people or a group or even more or even server wide and you have this character. And you're just like dropping people like I'm scripted, but whatever. Like I have this all these audio clips. I'm sending classy audio clips in <laughs> case he's ever block you. <laughs> in case he's ever by himself and needs like a wants They're a little great. filler. They're so good. Now listen, listen, listen. now listen to these beats. And, and you, uh, you even add the sound of a fire going off in the distance, like like a burning garbage can full of fire. It's so. So good. But even those, like, I'm just, I kind of have an idea what Jerry would say. And then he's kind of improv. Like, when you hear it, it's very ad-libby. Like, no, no, uh, this happened and this happened. But it's, it's like, if you could even do that server-wide, just drop these little gifts for the other streamers. And then it's like, everyone's kind of, it's like you're giving everyone filler on your story yeah. from their character's perspective. I brought this up Next once level. amongst Next the level. admins. I brought it up once amongst the admins of, of eventually with Family RP. And this is my pipe dream goal, but regardless of where 
it goes. It was my idea, and I'm not going to force it, but if people want to do it, it'd be awesome. Of where we can get to a point of where we have community meetings, we can sit down and say, who's all doing what? Mm. Where do you think it's weak? Let's try to improve it and try to basically just help craft better all, all around role play for everybody. Just, mm -hmm. you know, fix the leak, the weak chains in the, in the role play story. What are you doing? What's up with you? What's your character up to? Do you want to try something else differently? I mean, and, and just see what we can craft together. We're not talking about like completely rewriting it. It's just to keep this very interesting um, role play happening all the time on the server. Mm -hmm. Something something's always happening. It doesn't have to be dark. It doesn't have to be dramatic or over the top. It just it just feels more natural across the board, instead of this very every now and then. I mean, especially today, these days, with the kind of the waiting of this new server on the horizon. Eventually, once we get things figured out, um, everyone's been kind of more of just cruising around limbo mode. Which I wish that I wish that didn't happen as much, but it's been happening a little bit. Mm. I wish people would just go just just keep role playing because the mechanics of the game don't matter. Just just keep living the life of your character. I mean, it's obviously easier for hobos because we don't need anything, really. <laughs> what about, like, uh, server-wide events? Like, I know you've... I think you said Ooh, burning might nuts. be, like, run-like-mare-type stuff. Um, depending on the event. I'm, 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 uh, events are weird to me a little bit, um, depending on what the event is based around. So I know that eventually we're going to have confirmed is a public server so that we can find the people who are not streamers. Yes, easy, we can find those really diamond in the rough people that we know that don't stream, but they're really good role players. That was a question yeah. I had for you, which was we get asked, "Hey man, get me on the server." Hey man, get me on the. What is your you, message to the people you that earn want to your get way on? on the server? You earn your way on the server through role play. That's Would it be wise to be. say, "Don't ask, don't yeah. ask, love, don't ask"? I, yeah, I get it. You want to get on, and you feel like, okay, I'm going to message up Classy. I'm going to mess up the admin. Yeah, please don't. That's not how you get on the server. It's a recommendation system. I'm not going to put you on. We're not going to put you on the server because you said you want to be on the server and how passionate you. I've had paragraphs upon paragraphs of people tell me uh -huh. about their characters and their ideas. That's great. I mean, like, cool. Thank you for that. But I need to see how you do. Mm -hmm. And the public server is going to be great because I'm going to go in there. I'm going to change my name. I'm going to go incognito and I'm going to find people and I'm going to role play and I'm going to corner them and, uh -huh. and just Ooh. see what they're like. Yeah, here's that. Really that's the, me that's that's the message idea. to all you guys out there. Don't ask, because guess what? We're watching. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? We're, we're, we're next we'll to you. There. We're next shadow. to you. We'll be there. And that was one sure. thing I, I really wanted to do with Classy and all these guys, Tim Mac, all these guys at the top. I didn't want to ask. I never did. I didn't want to say, did. hey, man, you get you me showed. on. You I showed. said, all I said is, this thing's cool. I want to learn it. I want to earn our way up there by people you're saying you guys the right. Out. I feel like that's the right to mentality. To be fair, you're already at, you're already top echelon because what makes you make what makes a top echelon RPR is literally just you care, you fucking care. That's li that's all it takes. Mm. You care about the story, and if you show that, and you show that you care about your stream, you care about the quality, you care about the story. If you show that you just care, you're amazing. It's that simple. It's that simple. Would you say it'd also be smart to have multiple characters like going through? Show some range. Yeah, yeah show your range. I think that shows off the range. The real so talent important. if you can do a couple different characters. Yeah. So we've yeah. we've had a couple people in the past. They they got kind of gun ho. I mean, obviously because of the explosive nature of all this GTA, it went from zero to one thousand like just mm -hmm. so fast. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us are very fortunate, fortunate, including myself. 
to be at the forefront of that during the earlier days, especially when it was only like 24 player pop and the server got big, Lyric got involved and the server was getting DDoS like on a daily basis. We were a part of like just the Ooh. crazy days. Ooh. And um, certain people um, that got, that really benefited from it, they were, it, it, their growth was insane, like absolutely insane. And they started to make their, their streams based off their one characters branding themselves i strongly recommend you don't do that i strongly recommend you don't do that um because you're going to corner yourself eventually down the road if you just only role play one person especially in this gtrp stuff because we have you know the system in place of where police don't forget that that's so important your criminal record is infinite so it's going to grow when you do when you do crimes they're, they're going to stack and stack and stack and your criminal record becomes bigger so I strongly recommend anybody um, to try to branch out because, I mean, imagine seeing, um, let's say, I, I completely branded my, my stream off a guy named Joe Schmuck. And Joe Schmuck was a repair mechanic guy. And that's all I ever did. Joe Schmuck, and I even changed my name on stream to Joe Schmuck. And that's all I did. And then eventually, one day down the road, it's going to happen. Like everything, this game is going to die. Mm. Something bigger and better is going to come out. That's just the industry we live in. Yep. And when that happens, is and let's say the next great role-play game is a Wild West or Medieval. Mm -hmm. Are we going to see Joe Schmuck, the repairman, fighting Medieval Times with crossbows? It's just... It's <laughs> like, now I'm a blacksmith. <laughs> I can fix anything. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Don't corner yourself. If anything, have at least two to three characters. You don't need more. You don't need to be this crazy jack of all trades. You do not. That's yeah. a big misconception. One or two characters. That's it. And no, all Whoa. you guy, all you guys in the chat saying, "Oh, you talking shit." It's not talking shit. I honestly, it's I just want, I want Classy to help give advice to these guys the that people. ask me, "How do I get in?" Yeah. Like, all I'm thinking is, well, I don't know. What did I kind of do? And I don't know if that helps, but I want people to know. That there is a way to get in and all it is is there these people are watching and if i guess the best way is if you can you can get some kind of recognition like if you're a character and you're getting love on other streams you know what i mean be like oh that guy's fucking great that guy's fucking great mm -hmm. i think you're pretty much already on your way like it's just yeah, around the yeah. corner people are yeah. watching um yeah variety is refreshing you don't have to become this crazy jack of all trades but just don't completely encompass your 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 um stream around one character one persona the, the double-edged sword with Persona streamers is that either you're iconic or it's not going to work. It, it, that's just the harsh truth. If you're not Eli, Dr. Disrespect, if you're not one of those people that have a, such a well-rounded, um, iconic Persona character, it's going to be hard at certain times for you. It's, mm. it's just That's just the nature of the beast, mm. the um, hard truth of it. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that in a lot of ways because we have a variety, and it's like if I wanted to try something new, the diehard fans are always going to be like, Bring back this person. Bring back this person. I came for this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's gonna get. That's gonna play its game out. That's a. That's a long game you gotta play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of variety, classy. I know you got a lot of characters. I was gonna ask which one was your favorite. Personally, um, Richard Oaks. Now, <laughs> or Hobo Harry. Hobo Harry was hands down my favorite ever. I mean, every character that my favorite. It, it always started off as like just like let's just do this. And it just grew into this crazy story. Hobo Harry was my favorite for the longest time. And uh, Richard Oakes took that after the latter of his story, okay. by far, for sure. What mm -hmm. made uh, Richard Oakes your favorite? 
Um, what he did to everyone else, um, yeah. server-wise. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that was my favorite part. It wasn't so much. He was. He wasn't very interesting as a um, individual. I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, he was cool in a sense, but it was pretty. Once you knew the character, it was just the way he spoke, and it was. It mm -hmm. was like he was the king of insinuation. Is what he really was. But you know what? With your characters, you're able to hit so many notes. But dude, with with Oaks, I like he might be a serious character with with the bat, the horrible back, the uh, backstory and all this. But dude, there were times with Richard where I was dying laughing, and it was really? like a serious thing. Oh yeah. But because like the circumstances, that even like your characters, like yeah, I'm serious, and then they're like backdoor adventures, and people are like backdoor excursions. <laughs> what are you talking? Dick's backdoor uh, adventures. Yeah. Dick's backdoor, and then like when when uh, I remember specifically, you're doing a nature excursion, and you're with Danny and all those young kids, and you're like, "Look at this tree, all the rings. That's how you know how old it is. Look at the coloration." And then he jumped on the tree, and was like, "Yeah, dude, I'm on top of the fucking tree. Fuck nature." <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Then you play that music, Sting, and it's like, it. it I think it becomes funny because. You know that there's a guy in Canada on a keyboard pressing the button. And it's all live, <laughs> yeah. and it's like you know this is like happening now. And he's trying <laughs> yeah. to be a serial killer, so I couldn't help but laugh. And it's like, and then I look, I see some people in chat like, "I'm on the edge of my fucking seat, dude!" Yeah, <laughs> like, man. cut the music. <laughs> Richard Oaks was ten out of ten. You it's know, so you, good. you know you're playing a good serial killer when you genuinely, uh, genuinely jump scare another streamer. That oh one time when you got uh, Tora, oh my god, dude, that is <laughs> that, that clip, clip is, is legendary. Gold. It is I legendary. Love that, love that clip. I'm gonna frame that thing, man. That's a good one. That's a keeper she right did, there. Like you can see her mouth, everything. Screen shakes and everything. So good. Oh, oh man, it, it's so good. I think one of the best compliments that you can get, and I think that I get from Richard Oakes' storyline, is like. This is, it feels like this could be an actual side quest or story in the actual GTA universe. And that's why it feels so immersive to people. It's like, this should be in the game, but this like is just people role-playing. NPCs, when people tell yeah. you like, you could be like an NPC story. Like that, that's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's right up there with someone sending you a picture of them canceling their Netflix subscription. Like that's how honoring that is. That's you know crazy. I mean? like, it's just like, holy shit, wow, thank you. Like that, that just speaks so much. I think, I don't know. When it comes to compliments, I think the biggest compliments I love are the, the fan art. Oh, Someone, oh my god. Oh, yeah. I mean, giving, I mean, don't ever get me wrong. I mean, tipping and donating and saying kind of where I love it all. Thank you so much. But when someone takes like hours of their free time and mm -hmm. crafts you like this picture of your character, it's just, it's, it, it just hits you. Like, right? Like, holy shit. Like, someone, like they're so passionate about what you're bringing to the table when you're storing characters, and they they sat there and they took their their creative talents and made something for you out of just the kindness of their heart. It's just mind-boggling to me. Oh yeah, it's so fucking cool, man. I know exactly I what you mean, hundred percent. It's it's yeah, it's our favorite too. It's so fucking dope, dude. Um, yeah, TwitchCon, we're gonna see you there, right, bud? Mm-hmm. And mm -hmm. get you a drink. Get a drink. I'm gonna get you guys a drink. You guys Absolutely. are gonna try some crazy stuff. Oh yeah, with the scotch. We've been we've been messing around with that Glen Morangi. That's Woo, some good that's shit. Entry level, man. That's entry level. That's some we've nice nutty stuff. What what's the, the next Isle one? Of Islay. The Isle of Islay. Anything that comes it sounds up. Sounds fancy. <laughs> sounds fancy. No, no. It's just a location in Scotland. Everything that every scotch distillery that comes out of that Isle of Islay is what makes scotch different from whiskey. 
Mm. It's the most peaty and smoky stuff you can get out there. And uh, I'm going to get you guys a glass of whatever comes from that island. I mean, <laughs> you're oh, going to wow. taste night and day. Yeah. Oh boy! You're gonna well, have a lot of fun up in Long Beach. It's gonna be really awesome. It's gonna be dope. Oh yeah! And we're gonna have dope. to we're gonna have to move up. I think you said Fittich was the next one. We gotta work our Fittich, way up the ladder. Fittich, your, Fittich. Yeah, that's the staple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're moving up next time. We're gonna have to get some of that, huh? Move up the ladder yeah. here. Not break. Good. Well, classy. It's been an hour. It's I, been a nice. I got chat. a quick question. We got more questions. Just because I always get this, your Joker is oh, yeah. amazing oh my god and uh <laughs> when people saw it they lost their shit and we do dubs we do dubs understand that thank you <laughs> hello dear children hello questions away so good so awesome we would die to have you as a joker batman dub it's so good sure why not we're doing i'm i'm actively going through and cutting up some old stuff but right now we're we're, we're in the middle of some old street fighter stuff and then i like stopped all that i was like oh i heard mark hamill we're doing it <laughs> we're doing it joker dub we're doing it we have to wonderful <laughs> holy fucking go. shit Dude. Fucking fire, Mark Hamill. Fuck that guy. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. Should be fun. Yeah, you Should could be. you could totally. I see that happening. If the fucking Mark Hamill, you know, like a Batman project comes up and he he gets booted, fucking classic packs jumping in there, boy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's another thing I always wanted to ask. It probably doesn't even have, might not even have a story. Might not even be that interesting. Just like my name, Djibouti. Why the name Classy Packs? Um. Yeah. You see, Djibouti, Djibouti came from us being children playing Halo, going off of jumps in the game and going, Djibouti, woo. Just nonsense. Just <laughs> a stupid little kid thing you, you would say. Yep. And then I would just use it as my gamer tag. And then when I made a YouTube channel, I just put it because I was like, eh, whatever. I'm a dumb little 15-year-old. <laughs> it's a it's a long story, technically, but it's not that interesting. Oh, it sounds, it sounds it. interesting to me now. Um, so a long time ago, I was known as PAX Founder, and that name came from a mod that I was working on. I was the lead mod designer on it um, called PAX Germania for Half-Life 1 engine. It was a game about World War II never ending in the current year was 1967. Hmm. Now, that was the premises. And we were actually pretty good in development. We had gray boxing of maps. We had a lot of good concept illustration. We had some 3D models. And it was going it was going well. I met some really cool people in the industry, like um, Jeff Clennings, who was a um, illustrator who worked also in schoolwork. But he worked on, actually, StarCraft um, Ghost. It's a game that never got released. Oh, wow. It got canceled. Oh. He was one of the illustrators Whoa. on that. And he was our lead artist on our game. Cool. My brother Jeffrey, my youngest brother, he, uh -huh. he went to actually... He went to um, game design school in Vancouver. That's how he met his wife. He doesn't do it anymore, but he was in the, on, the, on the team as well as a map designer and texture artist and uh, a couple other people as well. And it was going along smoothly. We, we were featured on a couple little articles, nothing big because the mod industry back then was kind of cool and niche mod database and a lot of stuff back in the Half-Life 1 glory days. And... Um, unfortunately, when we were starting to like show a lot of interest toward it, this game came out on PlayStation called Killzone. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. Killzone looked a shit ton like our game. Like a shit ton like our game. Mm. They based the Hellgast off a very Germanistic look. Even their guns were very Germanistic. And it, it, it matched our soldiers almost uncannily. <laughs> oh. And a lot of our a lot of our team was 
pissed. Like oh. we couldn't do anything. We couldn't. But we didn't. We didn't copy, right? I mean, we don't think they stole it. It was just bad timing. Oh, they shit. got to it first. Game ah, was, shit. And a lot of people lost interest, and um, it just snowballed downhill quite a bit, especially with mods back then. It was all free time or whatever, and that sort of broke apart. And it came back later on into like a potential RTS for this game called Men of War. Mm. Assault Squad. We were like, maybe, maybe we'll turn this into an RTS. It's a little easier to work with, and it's easier to mod modify. Nah, it didn't happen. So, but I kept that name. That became an online game. Online name, Pax Founder. The founder of Pax. Mm. Pax Germania. And one day, I finally got into streaming. And I got, I was really heavy into War Thunder back then, and Flight Sims. Mm -hmm. I just, it just, I got sucked into that world. Uh, yeah, your setup is insane. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a gaming <laughs> cockpit. It's a, it's a flight cockpit. <laughs> and it's a cross-mounted really I, And I got into flight sim games. Um, War Thunder being used lightly. It's not really a flight sim, but it has a sim mode. And I became I became a streamer and partnered through War Thunder doing flight sim oh, wow. stuff. Wow. You got partnered through, wow. so you got partnered yeah, through that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. That, that's how I got partnered was through, through flight sims. Very, very hard to do. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. I mean, it's a niche community. Let me tell you about niche. <laughs> definitely, definitely flights. I was known as Pax Founder One mm. because Pax Founder was taken by myself, but I didn't realize it. I took my name. Who's this asshole? I took my own name. I didn't realize it. And eventually, this is before you could change names on Twitch. I closed, I had 1,500 followers back then. I closed that account. And started from scratch wow. as Classy Packs. And through Classy Packs is when I got partnered through that account. And I went from zero to back up to whatever. And I got a little bit into role play while becoming partner. Exactly the same month that I discovered role play through Life is Feudal mm. was the same month that I got partnered through War Thunder from, mm. from Flight Sim Streaming. Okay. And wow. once I became partnered, I slowly began the adventure of saying to myself, like, War Thunder was on the downfall. It was. It was just the game. It, it, it's still there. I played. I play it still. But it's just, it was no longer, um, it didn't have that gravitation like it did back in the day. And eventually I saw, like, this, I'm good at this stuff. I'm good at um, making immersion. Like, with the War Thunder stuff and the streaming, I would get very immersive. I have, like, a goggle overlay. I would put on this, <laughs> like, you know, radio. Break it one night now. I would do the whole ensemble <laughs> with it and make it very immersive for the audience. And role play was exactly the same thing. It was mm -hmm. putting on a show. So eventually, I gravitated away from that over to role play and both. So flight sim and role play. And that was, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Putting those two communities together is a very weird thing. You have one side that's like very historical, talking about Hitler and stuff, and they uh -huh. got this very thespian side. So you take a bunch of people talking about Hitler lightly, and then a bunch of people thespians like coming. It, it's it's a clash of communities. Eventually, we figured it out, and it, it's smoothing out. And that's that's and the classy part was completely fucking random. I just had to pick something. I, <laughs> I wanted to be just packs, but then it's like, oh, it turns out that's not a good idea. Penny Arcade Expo, and that was another reason why I changed it was because. Pax founder. It sounded like uh -huh. I was like pretending I was like the founder of Penny Arcade. Is that Mike Kerhulik? I was getting, <laughs> I was getting, a, lot, I was getting a lot of PMs and messages saying like, you know, like, hey man, I'm they, they Could I get I was tickets like the founder to Pax, of fucking please? Penny Arcade. Yeah, yeah. Okay, can I go to Pax? Can I get please? some free tickets, yeah. please, Pax? We so, won't go. Yeah, I changed it. I changed it just to, uh, just randomly to classic Pax. Literally no thought to it. 
and branding wise, it was a good idea. It yeah. made it actually mm. ended up working pretty good for me. It does have a nice ring to it. Oh shit, that had a much more interesting story than the Djibouti name. This isn't an interesting story at all. This turns oh, out to be the most interesting story I didn't know you ever. Were that, it, it was just, it was just like, <laughs> oh, let's just do that. I didn't know you were modding games. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I went I went yeah. to school for game design, so I did a lot of digital drawing in 2D, and then I dabbled in 3D. I wasn't really into I was, the 3D that, as much. We're, I'm, we're talking about back in the days where I was doing design docs on FTPs. Okay, so Ooh. like, like oh, man. F do you remember that? Do you remember yeah. those three fucking FTPs? Yeah, I got one. Oh. I got one right here. <sighs> Look at all that dust, boy. <laughs> back in Go the day. There, remove it. Re-upload it. Version point zero point zero point two seven, And it's nothing but you just going through this crazy-ass Excel and Word documents saying adding and implementing and iterations and changes and then picking priorities that oh my was my God. job i was like i was the overseer and i did a little bit of map work i mean like uh, I, I i miss it but i don't <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah that's great and with the the flight sims uh, it just made me remember when we were young we got so into trying to make a fucking a gran turismo whole setup like legit steering wheel we got pedals. the steering wheel and really? the pedal yeah we oh, had nice. it all set up in the living rooms looks like what the fuck is this like a car <laughs> just go drive a car i know i'm That's sure awesome. I'm, I'm sure awesome. i'm sure now it's probably so insane and now i was gonna say oh, it's yeah. a shame that the vibe or the vr kind of makes you sick with the flying but i feel like that'd be so dope that would be pretty if dope. they got Actually, it down it, it doesn't it doesn't it depends depends on scaling that's so important when it comes to the vr stuff if, if the game is built around the vr it works um i think elite dangerous does it pretty well better yes ed is amazing elite, elite is perfect il2 is pretty good because they they it's another flight sim game they, they built the games just to scale worth under din worth under din uh worth under everything is built like a toy and when you go into that world it doesn't feel right the ratios don't feel right it, it's just it's um your brain can't process, you know, you know VR, right? If, if your brain can't process it, you get nauseous real quickly. Oh, yeah. It's the moving without your leg. Without you your feel, body Yeah, moving. you don't feel your yeah, body, yeah. your legs moving. Your brain's moving, yeah. but your body's like throwing not. off your balance and all that. That's why I was I was kind of bummed when VR came out. I got all into the vibe, and I was like, uh, everything's a teleport game, but the driving, that stuff always felt kind of good, but... I've seen anything where you're sitting down. Yeah, is good. Right? I've seen Maybe, some. Yeah, uh, I've seen some Vive setups where they have the steering wheel and it's like a whole setup, and you see the guy driving. And he's moving his head around like he's looking in his mirror, and it looks pretty intense. Like, did you ever see the clip of a guy who took the Vive and modded GTA so that it was first person Vive, and he would use the controllers and like have his hand out the window with a gun in his hand? I I did <laughs> that. I got into Whoa. that. I messed. You? Yeah, I yep. messed around with it. I got it to work through some like third-party thing. I don't know so much about putting my hands up, but I was definitely first-person GTA it Five. It was the Oculus Direct. Um DK. Yeah. It was the DK. It was the development kit. The DK? Okay. And it was so oh, cool. I remember we, that. Yeah, 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 we were yeah. messing we around. We did with, do that. We did the mods, and I put the flying mod in, where you could fly around like a superhero. And so I put it into first person mode, start running, press space, start flying, and it was the coolest thing. Flying around LA in VR. I had to show I had to show like my parents like holy fucking shit. Dad. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. Oh, God. It was you so that cool. Vertigo, right? yeah. the, minute, the minute you get off the ground, your stomach drops like this. Dude. <laughs> it was it was ground. really fun though. I remember yeah, like trying really to cool. go like 
uh, follow the freeway and then go under like the freeway uh, up ahead bridge and try to make these little narrow flyways, mm. see if you can get through without dying. It was so fun, actually. Jumping off a building is oh, uh, terrifying. horrible. That was yes. pretty scary. You're standing yes. on the edge alone. Just dive bombing yeah. into the street oh. while flying. It was horrifying. But you get all flustered and heated and start sweating. You're looking over that edge. Oh, <laughs> sinking feeling. Did you ever stream with the VR while flying? Never. I could never uh, with the Oculus. I don't know. I think the Oculus is a poor choice. I picked it. And I should have got. I should have went with the damn Vive. I should have. I don't know how different I they an are. Oculus. Really. Um, customizability mm. when it comes to how you can change things. Like in um, the Vive, you can change how close the lenses are to your eyes. In the Oculus, you can't. What? So. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So it turns out that my roundish head with smaller nose does not fit an oculus very well if i had a narrow head with a big nose oh my gosh boom the oculus is perfect for my head. Oculus, <laughs> oculus is great I, big schnoz <laughs> necessary I, on the box if <laughs> i had a lovely jewish heritage, i love the oculus, the oculus. perfect i love it i don't know what everyone's complaining about <laughs> i love super hot it's I, kosher I, I hate to be that guy but i love it it's super hot <laughs> it's super hot and what a great discount <laughs> and um so I, whenever I wore it, it, it was actually looking into a tunnel. It wasn't close enough. It was too far off my from, from Oh, my your eyes. peripheral would yeah. be coned yeah. off. I could mm. see the edges so uh, easily in the Oculus. Uh, Obviously, the uh, price change. Like when I saw it, I'm like, wow, the price difference is huge. And then I realized, like, okay, once you have the Oculus, like, okay, this is starting to like boil down. It has less support, less game feed. Like Steam, the Steam integration with Vive and Steam, it's a no-brainer. With mm -hmm. Oculus and their own little store and their niche little corner, and then realizing that it wasn't as customizable on your face, it was like, oh fuck, I know. Thank you. I'm also gonna kick you while you're down. The Vive has a hack where you can play all the exclusive Oculus for free. Oh, so yeah. there's no uh, interchangeability uh, between them. The wound I, I gave it away. I literally on a, on a stream randomly. I was doing some type of celebration stream. I didn't even announce it. I'm just like, we're gonna give away my Oculus today. I, I did it. We 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 just did a a raffle later on that day, and I I packaged up my Oculus and shipped it out. Oh Here. man, Enjoy. damn! Wow. That's a nice giveaway. Damn. Yeah, I just I couldn't get into it. I couldn't. I tried. I thought it would be great for what I do. It's hard to beat the track IR, which is that triangulation head movement. I turn my head on screen. It goes that direction. I can amplify it so it's not one-to-one. -one. I like just turn my head 20 degrees, turns my head in-game 90 degrees. It, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. Oh, man. Well, so I just gave up on the VR. I got a quick question before we go. I know you did some modding <laughs> for, 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 for uh, Half-Life. Uh, how do you feel about it dying? A death? I don't know if you heard what, about the uh, game. Yeah, the, the, mod, the writer released saw, episode saw, yeah. three. He just gave it away. Episode? They just gave it away. He I wrote didn't, the story I away. Is anyone else read? Have you read? I've it? read it. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, I, I haven't it. read it yet. Oh, wow. I haven't read it yet. I didn't even I hear have about no that. Comment. No comment. No comment. I've been I've been mean to get to it. I want to get to it. On one hand, I'm pissed. Mm -hmm. Like I'm pissed because I know that in the back of my head that says shit it's never coming out yeah that's what my brain says yeah the my says okay there's a guy that's been working at half-life for for like a freaking decade yeah and he's been sitting on his scripts forever and some meeting came this, this is all assumption obviously but some meeting came up and they were all there and they all agreed some business executive the suit ties meeting said 
we're not going to make it anymore. We're going to focus on Team Fortress 97. Hats, hats, like, more hats. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. More hats. Yeah, more hats. And Dota. Then this guy is just like, I'm going to change all the names. I'm going to change all that shit. I'm going to put up the story that has been mean to be told for half my fucking life. Let's put it up there on the internet that I'm not going to get sued for. Uh, that's what in the back of my brain is saying. That's it's exactly like, what fuck. happened. He's getting, in, he's getting in trouble. Ah, right? damn it. Yeah, so basically he changed all the names. Like, it's it's something like this, like, Goron Free Dude. <laughs> For, Foron Greedman. And so, and so like, all, like Alexis, Alex's names changed and all this. Oh. So people swapped all the names to the correct names and re-uploaded it, and you can read the story of oh, episode three man. the way it the would end. The longest running meme. Yeah. Is now dead. Ah, so if you look, it's a sad day. It's a sad day, ladies and gentlemen. If you look at the reviews for Dota 2 on Steam right now, they're getting flamed. They're oh. like, "This is the death of my favorite franchise." Fuck this game. Let's take it out on wow. Dota. David, <laughs> burn it down. Everybody install Counter Strike and Team Kill all day. We've got to get back at Valve. We'll show them. We'll yeah. show Gaben. <laughs> Well, Classy, it's been a fun chat. Sorry to bring you into overtime, but no, I can't help it. The free time. Can't help it. Yeah, thanks Could for talk joining us, man. Yeah, shout out. Well, give it up. Give it up, Classy, up, being our first guest, huh? Honor yeah. Guest. Holy Honor. shit. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find Classy, twitch.tv slash Classy Packs. Follow him on Twitter at Classy Packs. The man, the myth, the legend in the flesh with the mustache. Y'all ready? No, and if you don't, how dare you? Get on it. Just on Twitter. It just makes sense. Yeah, hit them up, boys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for the supports. We'll catch up with you we guys on Tuesday. Ya. Yep, yep. We love you guys so much. All the support. Oh, my God. People love you, Classy. Look at this. Look at all, all that sugar. Love in love the chat. Look at all that sugar. By Best the way, you. welcome to Roleplay. Um, on behalf of everybody who's been doing this RP stuff for eons, it is an honor and a privilege to have a group of people who really, really care about role play and putting on a really good oh. production show and oh, shuck. Death. oh wow no 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 it's it's a rarity so thank you so much for really showing that you care about the stuff and you're going to put the effort forward because you have and it is it's been a privilege to actually be in your presence in role play and no. being a part of stories with you guys because you guys actually you give it you give it your all and you show that this is this is a business along with a passion both ends where you show professionalism and talent god and damn it classy god damn it hey man thank you god damn it. all right it's just truth it was beautiful it well hey the best is yet to come that's true that's right you that's heard right. that Wait. that's right next week guys selvik's back Ooh. four win stories going full Ooh. swing you, you don't want to miss it guys ladies and gentlemen you don't want to miss the hobo trial gary's gonna have an amazing storyline selvik has such a cool character arc right guys, now. guys it's gonna yes. be legendary and who knows what's gonna happen after all this hobo stuff but you know it's gonna be good all right we'll see you guys next time huh all right, See guys. You later. I'll there do some go. cool post-production stuff because music's all derpy. Bye, guys. Bye, later. Classy. Later.